Boots and pants and boots and pants. I thought it was cats and boots and cats and boots. But you can also do boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and cats and boots and cats. Ooh, Fluffy J in the house! (laughs) (laughs) Hey everybody, welcome back to Not Your Bro. I'm Nikki and I'm so sorry that I have not been (laughs) posting anything for the past two weeks. It's totally my fault. I take all the blame. I'm being responsible. And, uh, well, we're just gonna try not to ever do that again. So. Stop drinking so much damn wine. uh, This wine is so good. Okay, well, if you heard, that is, once again, Flappy J in the house. Not even a clap, just a flap, flap, flap. Yep. Which is my sister. Sometimes when the wind blows, it whistles. <laughs> that made me think of something else, but it's totally out of line. Okay, uh, wow. We're not talking about roast beef here. <laughs> oink, oink, bitches. <laughs> yeah, I'm What does a cow say, Nikki? What is this, cats don't dance? No. What does the cow say? Moo. Okay, why would it say oink oink? Oh, damn. <laughs> Got him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? You know what? Its dad was born blonde, so you got some of that. That's what we're going to blame it on. We're going to blame it on dad. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> we will blame it on my dad. <laughs> Our dad. Yeah. So. See any good movies this week? I did. Um, So, read a lot of articles, and this guy I've been talking to read a lot of articles, and he was just like, well, I read that the Joker, a lot of people have been walking out. And I was just like, oh, and he's like, oh, because he's just like, people were saying that it's like so fucked up, or people couldn't handle it. And I was like, well, I guess we have to see it, don't we? Mm -hmm. So. We saw it last Wednesday. Man, I should have been posting this. But um, it was actually really good. Yeah? Yeah, like, people are like, oh, it was not what I expected. But, like, some people were, like, positive and some people were negative about it. It's just, like, it's a little fucked up, but it's real. Without totally ruining the movie for listeners, what's a good, I guess, kind of a synopsis that won't? So it kind of matches like the comic books and like what happened mm-hmm. and then how he started and stuff like that. But like it's so like it's like real and common, like real life. Like he like life sucks. Shit sucks. And then he was just taking the punches and all he wanted to do was just make people laugh. Like originally he was just a good guy that wanted to make people laugh and people suck and just like beat him down every fucking time. And then eventually he just lost it, mm. you know? And then it turns out it turned into, like, some type of diagnosis, kind of. Like, they didn't diagnose him, but, like, they, like, diagnosed family, like, where he came from and stuff. And he found out and stuff. And eventually he just lost it. And he's, like, I want to be a comedian. And he's, like, I'm a fucking clown. You know, like, on those memes where you keep, like, yeah, yeah. And people dress up like a fucking clown because they're being fucking stupid. So, yeah. He basically did that, and then he was just like, I'm a comedian, I'm going to make people laugh, and then he has, um, 
he does have a disorder where he has to give people like a card where it's like if he's his emotions are the the way he reacts to things are the total opposite of how he's feeling. So like when people make him really uncomfortable or sad, he laughs a lot, which is why he laughs so much. So um there was that. So like I guess basically you could say he was like depressed. No matter how like how much he laughed, but he eventually just lost it. Yeah, no, for real. I mean, if anybody gets pushed to the edge long enough, you you keep pushing somebody, they're going to break. I mean. My old job, literally, like, not, like, the recent one, but, like, I used to work in insurance, and I got so beaten down that, like, I literally was driving home laughing hysterically. Like, I was just laughing because I was like, this is my fucking life. Sounds like retail. I, I was so, <laughs> I was so, like, I was, I couldn't stop myself. I couldn't stop laughing. I was terrified on the inside because I was like, all right, this is ridiculous. You need to stop laughing. And I was just like, I just couldn't. I was like, this is it, man. This is my fucking life. And I just started laughing hysterically. And it was just like, it was like Joker style laughing. It was ridiculous. It's a Uncontrollable. It's just a defense mechanism for your body. Yeah, mm. I have a lot of those. Yeah. <laughs> Don't we all? Like I told you earlier, um, I got those. because you're Chandler. Well, you know, in our family, this is how we cope. We drink, we sleep, and then we joke. Mm-hmm. Yep. We can talk about serious shit as long as there's a joke involved. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, I'm my friend's, like, therapist. Like, they come to me for everything. And, like, what amazes me is that they actually think that I'm well-collected and have my shit together to be able to carry them with that. Which, it's, like, it's not a hassle, like, talking to them through things. But, like, because, honestly, once I send them something or say something, I, like, look back and I'm like, Wow. That was actually pretty good advice, but... You just can't follow your own advice. Dude, I don't think anybody can. No, but, like, I'm so realistic and logical where it's just, like, I just want it to, like, I was like, this is how it's got to be. But then, like, I'm also that person that I also say, like, hey, like, I understand people are this way. Like, you could be this way or, like, whoever you're having the issue with could be this way. And, like, I get that it's hard, but, like, eventually you have to take that hard step just to get through it because that's the step that needs to be taken even if it's hard. You know? Are you saying I'm smoking? No, I'm just saying this conversation is really deep. We should be. Oh, God. <laughs> it's fantastic. But. So, good movie. You recommend seeing it? Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, yeah, if, maybe. If you don't like getting. If you don't like things that are too real, I wouldn't recommend it. But, I mean, honestly. It's good, I don't though. think that it could have been made any better. Like, that is, like, the best way to put it. Well, and it's going to also, I mean, speaking of, you know, I guess the mental illness side of it and depression and all that other shit, it's going to raise some awareness where people are going to start talking about it. And it's good because there's so many people that struggle with depression or any kind of mental illness, really. And I've noticed in the past couple of years, it's been more accepted by society to start talking about your feelings and and illnesses and stuff like that and it's actually kind of a nice yeah, like where we're where we're, we're headed with this mm -hmm. is actually really awesome so i think this movie is going to help break down a couple more barriers as far as conversations yeah, it's only making a huge rise out of like 
people not being comfortable with it because it's the truth. People don't like the realistic view of it when yeah. it's just like, it couldn't have gone any better. And like, honestly, that's how things happen. Like, that's Yeah, that's how, honestly, that's how criminals are made every day. <laughs> seriously. I, I seriously. Not even criminals, but like this society will treat you as a criminal if you get like arrested like once or whatever. Well, Just I know. because no, you made it, one little mistake, but it doesn't make them who they are. Well, you know? and it's not even, it's, you are what you kind of are what your environment creates you. There are yeah. very few people that can break that cycle. And, and it, you know, I mean, I, I see it all the time. I'm actually, I'm a court reporter. I don't know if we talked about that last we time. We haven't. But I had a case. I can't really talk about certain details. Yeah. But you don't have I to had, say names or whatever, but you can. I had a case where I had a deposition at the jail. And there was a guy in there, he had just turned 18, and he had gotten arrested when he was 17. And it was for armed robbery. And what happened was his mom had gotten cancer. She couldn't work, you know, our, our healthcare system sucks. And that, that's a conversation for another day. But, you know, so she didn't really, it wasn't able to pay her bills. They got evicted. And his mom had two other children. You know, and yeah. all he was just trying to do was go to school and he was worried about his mom and they didn't even have money to eat some nights, you know. Yeah. And 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 he did. Well, he did a bad thing. I feel like he shouldn't have been put in that situation. And, and then he got lured in by the wrong crowd. It, you know, he got lured in by the thought of making life better for his mom. And that's what he did. He. He went with these adults, these much older adults, like, you know, mid thirties to rob this store because they, they pressured him and said, you know, you can make 60 grand off of this hit if you rob this pharmacy. And to a kid in that situation, he's like, I can get my mom and his, and exactly what he said, I'm going to get my mama off the street. I'm going to get us somewhere to live and I'll be able to feed my siblings. Like survival. That makes me so fucking sad. I mean, and, and. And now he's labeled a criminal by society because this is what this is what we created. This is the circumstance he was put in and nobody was helping this family. And so he did what he thought would help. Would help. And it just I don't know. I just And then on top of that we don't rehabilitate our 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 incarcerated um, people. I mean our jails are overflowing and our jails are privatized, so that just kind of promotes uh, more arrests to be made. Like, it just, yeah, it's a fucked up system. So and I mean, the private jails are actually like compensated by banks. Yep, they want that, but I mean, like my cousin was arrested a oh. long time ago, and like he's out now, but he's still been struggling. I mean, he works for like. The Department of uh, Trafficking, but once you're, but it's just like it's just like BS stuff that you like you have to like you can't get rid of it if it's on your record. I mean, like you can expunge it, but I mean, like other than that, like so that's what people will think of you for like the rest of your life. Exactly. We create criminals, and we and we essentially create these environments for illnesses to stem from. Um, I mean, we. More people are diagnosed with depression every day, and if you wonder why, I mean... Depression, look at, anxiety... Look at the kind of society we're creating. Look at the society we live in. Yeah, it's, like... 
It's Therapist, ridiculous. <laughs> therapists are making their money these years. I'm telling you. But I mean, like, that's the thing now. Like, people are not afraid to say that they're going to a therapist. Which but, is like, good. We're, we're no. taking steps in the right direction. And that's what this. I, I, There's half of the generation that's actually making it a positive thing, making it flow, like, <clears> vibe. <throat> like, it's a good thing. Like, this is what people should be doing. So, like, it's not as conservative because, like, back in the day, you don't want people to know that there's something wrong with you. You just got to, like, fight through it yeah you gotta suck it up yeah yeah so that's always good i think we're headed for i think the younger generation is a little bit more attuned to their feelings and yeah it's it's more acceptable i i think uh we're we're heading in the right direction it's just it's gonna take a lot of time i mean we've got a lot of shit we gotta love like how people are becoming more in tune with their feelings and like their vibes and like whatever and like you can call me a hippie all you want but like i'm all about vibes Mm -hmm. because like that's like your gut feeling but Dude, like, your gut feeling is no joke. That shit has, that shit has, has saved my ass so many times. I mean, like... Oh, mine makes me an ass. But, I mean, either way, I, it still saves our asses. Well, look what happened with my ex. How I caught him red-handed was just a gut feeling. That's it. It was nothing more than a gut feeling. It wasn't the two years of me fighting with him. No. <laughs> And it, you were fighting with them for a lot longer than two yeah, years. Yeah, because my gut feeling... It was six years. My gut feeling happened within the first five seconds of meeting him. Yeah, but I'm saying, like... And, and you're right, but yeah, I'm saying... I, mean, I can be over I'm saying sometimes, In, in regards to the situation that was yeah. happening, that's how I caught him was a gut feeling. Yeah. You, gotta, you just gotta trust your gut sometimes, I'm telling you. That shit is no joke. That's why I'm so stubborn. But, um... I think that's half time how I pull cookies out of the oven is I'm like, yeah, they're done. I'm like, I feel like they're done. I feel it in my gut. I'm like, I'm like, those cookies are done. Oh, these are gonna be good-ass fucking cookies. Like these beignets. Oh, my God. Oh, those things are fucking delicious. Them man catching buns. The only man catching buns I have are on my backside. (laughs) I kid. I kid. Partially. (laughs) Partially. But yeah, I mean, like, the gut feeling's personal. But, like, what I was saying. um, What was I saying? It was. (laughs) I know. Um, What was I saying before that? Uh, um, we were talking about oh, how like, society and you're a hippie. Society, hippie, gut feeling. Um, so like, but like, society also accepts like the therapy and stuff like that. But I, I what I love about the society now is like they're not afraid to be like, oh, my therapist said, blah yeah, blah, blah. Exactly. What I hate is this fucking dating realm thing. It's like one. I'm like the therapist of my friend. So when it comes to dating, they want to talk to me about things or talk things out and stuff like that. But it's like people don't know how to communicate anymore with each other because they're afraid of the reaction. They're afraid to just like half of the fights are over text messages. All you get is screenshots. And it's just like. How would you fucking call each other? Why don't you just like stop fucking overreacting? Calm yourself. Think about it. And then just think about like what the other person is thinking because like 
relationships aren't easy. And, well, and text message isn't really the best way to communicate because you can't get tone or any of that shit. And somebody makes exactly. a typo and, and shit hits the fan, you know? Yeah, especially if they have that uh, that thing that, like, changes the word, the correct, autocorrect. Oh, that happens to me all the time. I said um, something in a sec. And it changed it to sex. And I said that to my mom. And I was like, whoa, no, no. And I'm like, sick. And it changed it again. And I hit send. And I'm like, no. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I accidentally sent quickie shower to my friend. She's like, you're having a quickie in the shower? I was like, no, bitch, I wish. I'm having but a like, quick shower. <laughs> quick shower. Quick shower. Yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? But, like, it's like people rely on these, like, dating apps. But then when you go on these things, these people are like... Some of them are ruthless depending on the apps, you know? And it's just, like, everybody has, like, certain expectations. It's, like, people either want to fuck around or people just want to, like, they don't even give a fuck. Or, like, they want something real. And it's just, like, so, like, I have, I had two dating apps that I was on because more than two, well, even more than one really overwhelms me. But um, I was just trying something different. But... Seriously, it's just, like, these people want to hang out, like, right here, right then, right there. Like, I had a guy block me because, like, he was just, like, oh, I can't hang out for, like, two weeks. And I was, like, that's fine. And then, like, every single day the fo- that week, he was just, like, you want to hang out? I was, like, you told me you were busy, so, like, I have plans. Like, I'm out. Like, I'm driving. I'm in my car heading to my friend's house right now. Mm-hmm. And then he's just, like, well, I need someone that will actually, like, be around. And I was just, like. And then he's like, I'm just going to block you now. I was like, thanks. And then yeah. he was just like, oh, you're not like the others. You're just refreshing because you're real. So, like, he was just like, I'm just going to block you now. I was like, thanks. This was refreshing. <laughs> I mean, what a conceited douche. Like, do you think my world revolves on getting some from you, honey? No. Especially, okay, so he was a military guy. So, like. Oh, God. Yeah, so they just, like, expect things to be to them. No, Navy. Really? Mm-hmm. That's slightly surprising. Yeah, I mean, my ex is in the army, but I mean, like, all he wants to do is fucking travel. I couldn't even get him to commit. The only thing he committed to was, like, me being good company for until he's ready to leave. I mean, you kind of knew it, though. I did know it, and I just wanted him to just flat out say it because, like, it could have gone a different way if we just, like, communicated and, like, cooperated and, like, you know, compromised. Yeah. To help each other. But, like, he didn't want to do that. It was just everything he wanted to do. So, it's just, like... Yeah. What... I was, like, I can't help you if you won't help me. You know? Like, I can only be so accommodating. And that's my problem. I am too accommodating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? You disagree? Like, I know I'm stubborn so, No, shit, no. I'm saying... I'm, I'm saying as much shit... As much shit as you refuse to put up with from, like, certain people... You are way too accommodating with dating. Well, yeah. I I think our family has made it very clear that I am not realistically dateable to, like, keep around, basically. Because every time, every time, like, they like a relationship that I'm in that they don't know anything about, they're like, what'd you do? I was like, excuse me. (laughs) What did I do? What makes you think it was me? Like, what'd you do? And it's just like, dude, I'm not trying to just get, like, wiped up real quick, have a baby, and just call it a day and just suffer through whatever. Like... Thanks. I have an opinion. (laughs) Hey, no. We talked... I talked you through it. You... 
I talked you through it. You were not comfortable at first because you were like, is this actually the right guy? See, that's the kind of feeling you need to have when you're actually like committing to someone though. It's like, is this the right guy? Do you like him? Do other people like him? Like, is this something that you think will last? Like, you need other opinions. You don't need everybody's opinion. But, I mean, like, Dude, sometimes a I good remember, opinion is a good backup. I remember when I first was dating Travis. And oh, he was I told him of me. Because I told him that you were going to kill my ex. And that um, you had to like him or we couldn't date. And he was like, so no pressure, right? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no. I'm like, I swear to God, I'm like, if my sister doesn't like you, we're done. <laughs> I know. He had this, like, flinchy thing where he was, like, trying to give me a hug. And I could see it in the corner of my eye. And I just kind of, like, grinned a little. I was just like, just hug me. It's fine. <laughs> but, like, I had no problem with him. He was very respectful. He's a good dude. He's... He's a sweetheart. He is a sweetheart. And I noticed things like that. I didn't he get a bad vibe. He puts up my damn attitude. I don't know how he does oh, it. Oh, me and dad say that all the time. <laughs> yep. I was like, he loves her. I was like, that's what he likes. That's what's going to happen. And he's just like, true. I'm like, yep. yep. I mean, like, you find your person. Like, it's not going to be like 100%. And especially it's not going to be like in... It's not going to always look correct in other people's eyes. But I mean, like, if you have a thing, it, you have a thing. Oh, yeah. Dad's always busting my chops about my attitude with Travis. And I'm like... Oh, yeah. I'm I like, don't bitch, even bother. I all but wipe his ass, okay? I'm allowed to give him attitude, so yeah. fuck off. <laughs> I know you take care of him. I don't complain. I'm just like, just let him do her thing. I know. I think it's just funny. Dad's like, you should be nice to him. I'm like, I am nice to him. You don't see half the shit I my do. Ex, okay. My ex, I was just messing with him just a little bit. Just like goofy-wise, whatever. Pappy pulled me into our old bedroom. Our our grandpa, his name is Pappy, and he pulled us. He pulled me alone. He wanted to talk to me. Pulled me into the old bedroom, and he was like, "I really like this guy." And he was just like, "Maybe you should ease up on messing with him." I was like, "Oh my god!" You? I was like, "Pappy, no offense." If you fucking knew how we were when you're not here, he's on his good behavior. Like, you do not understand. Like, this is normal. He's trying to be on his good behavior, and I'm acting the same way that we always do 24 7. Yeah. Okay. So, like, he has no problem. He's with trying this to shit. impress you guys. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. So, it's like, I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm just always going to be like me. So, I mean, what the fuck am I going to do? And he's just like, well, I really like. He's like, I just don't want you to scare him off. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, you know, happy. Uh, kind of like the time he pulled you aside, and told you you drank too much soda or something like that. He gave me the fat talk when I was in middle school, and, it's and then everybody like, has like, like a face. No, he said, "Don't drink too much soda." I was like, "Happy, I don't drink soda. I only drink tea." And he was just like, "Well, that's a good start." <laughs> like, <laughs> and then he was just like. And don't eat so much bread. So every time I go for that butter bread basket, he gives me the look. Yeah. He still does. I'm judging you. He still does. And I was like, dude, like, you don't even eat healthy. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry. How much salt do you want to put on that corn, Pappy? You want another <laughs> stick of butter? Would you like another stick of butter? How many triple bypasses are we going for this year? <laughs> 
Seriously. You want I another just, stint? Just, he gave me the fat talk when I still had my baby fat belly. Like, yeah. I was like, what do you want from me? I'm nothing but arms and legs, and the only baby fat I have is, like, my stomach. Because, like, yeah, my little pooch, and I can't get rid of that yet. Like, you know, it's like, I do sports, I do everything, I mow your goddamn lawn in the fucking heat. Like, what do you want from me? So, whatever. It's amazing. It's cool. <laughs> Didn't he give you the talk, too, one time? Yeah, I just kind of was like, okay, cool. <laughs> I was so pissed. And I had to mow his lawn. I was about to be like, mow your own damn lawn. Like, I was so pissed. I'm like, how are you going to give me the fat talk when I already have my mom on my back going, well, you have to do a sport where you're going to get fat. Mom gave me a fat complex. And then I have Pappy over here going, I noticed you're gaining a little weight. I was just like, but this thing is, are you when you hit this me? certain age, everybody's weight kind of fluctuates because of hormones. It yeah. happens. It's not necessarily something that's even in your control. Your I also still have my baby fat. Like that's what I'm saying, but your weight's gonna fluctuate when you hit a certain. I mean, some some people, not everybody, but we all know that I was some like the athletic child. I was always doing sports and stuff, so it's like don't judge me on my fucking weight. It's like I can eat whatever I want. I'm hungry because my cart, my fucking metabolism's all over the fucking place. Yeah. You know? So it's like, let me eat my fucking butter bread. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, God. That literally put me through a loop, though. I lost a lot of weight after he gave me that talk. And he probably patted himself on the back for it. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, come on. You know, after... He's like, if he oh. gives me that look now, like, he used to give me that look, like, later on, like, years after. But, like, I would literally take a second piece of butter bread and I would hastily take a big bite of it and look mm -hmm. at him. Because he'd look at me like, do you really want that? And I'm like, ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Mammy, I'll take a piece of cake, too. <laughs> a big slice. <laughs> I didn't even eat the cake. I was always full by then, you know? Yeah, I know, because Mammy makes those big starchy dinners. She's like meat, potatoes, and corn, and That's such a southern-y, like... It's yeah, like she's a, northern. I know. It's like a northern-southern. It's like a northern agricultural style. It's a farmer thing. Yeah. Meat and potatoes and corn. Potatoes. And... <laughs> Boil them, mash them, stick them in a stew. And and because she's from and because she's from the north, she doesn't know what seasoning is outside of salt and butter. She had some like mustard style sauce thing that she puts on the pork chops once in a blue moon. That's I, she hasn't done that. I haven't. She yeah. hasn't done it in a while. But, but yeah, she doesn't put no, seasoning. She, she doesn't, doesn't believe in seasoning. Well, I'm just a big doesn't believer know. in seasoning. Well, That's she has, so she has that spice rack and she has a couple, you know, she has like some garlic salt and I'm like, but I'm you can't, she has hot sauce, which it's cause of dad, but <laughs> it's because she doesn't use enough of it. She'll like put like a dash on there. I'm like, that really didn't do anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you literally have to like soak it. It's just so it'll settle in, you know? I don't know. It's just like use more of that. You've had the same garlic powders for the past 10 years. I mean, oh god! I mean, I'm just I saying. I want to know that because she just doesn't. She just doesn't. She doesn't use, use it. it. Yeah. yeah, like you have to use more than a and than a smidge. Like it just she uses like half a shake, and I'm like, I, I promise you, nobody's gonna taste that. 
Yeah, I just started asking for like hot sauce. Like last year, I think I was like, "Do you have hot sauce?" But now I just kind of want to bring my own. <gasps> Which Travis started doing, I noticed. Yeah, cause he likes he likes spicy shit. Travis is her husband. If you guys don't know. Yeah. I sauteed him. I did like some uh, sauteed habaneros like Ooh, two days ago. That sounds so good. I, and I cooked them in some butter, some brown sugar. Mm. And uh, I forget what else I put in there. But it was like butter and brown uh, you sugar. You know the way to my heart. And he was like, oh my god. He goes, this is good. He goes, it's not like too spicy. He goes, but it's nice. <laughs> like brown sugar. I love brown sugar. When I used to bake, that was like my main key to things. Brown sugar. Yeah. Yeah. When you used to bake? I used to bake a lot, actually. Um, freshman year in high school, I baked a lot of cookies from, like, scratch and stuff. I used to bake a lot. And um, my mom's <laughs> friend used to come over, and then she would want me to make her. She would want me to bake or something. And then I just got tired of it because it was a daily thing for, like, a month. And I was just like, I'm not doing this Is anymore. Is that not No, I'm talking about Cheryl. My mom's friend. I know. Black, tall, skinny girl. No, Dawn... That was a drunk. She just hit me in the stomach half the time. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Everyone's crazy. Yeah. Why so serious? Why so serious? Ah. So, like, just today, actually, my friend messaged me, and he was like, I haven't talked to him in a long time. But, like, we're good friends, you know? Or, no, he asked me first. He was, like, question. I was, like, answer. And I was just, like, what's up? And then he was just, like, have you ever been depressed? I was, like, dude, all the fucking time. And he was just, like, well, I was talking to my therapist. And I, for the, I've been going to a therapist for two weeks. And I'm labeled as clinically depressed. And then... um so I was, like, asking him questions, just, like, do you have the symptoms? Were you surprised? Like, is this something that you wouldn't think you were? Or, like, you know, because, like, sometimes, like, doctors will label, label you as something that you wouldn't think that you would be, mm-hmm. you know? So I was just, like, asking him questions, just, like, get it straight. And um, he was, like, yeah, I was surprised because I tried it. Like, he does try to see the positive of everything. He's always been a very positive person. And then so he's, like, okay, well, I have a meeting at 2.30, which it was, like, 2.15 when he messaged me. And um, so I was, like, yeah, I'm at work. So just, like, let me know whenever. He's, like, I'll explain it later. And I was, like, okay. So he gets out of his meeting. He messages me, and he was just, like, yeah, well, it's my girlfriend. He's, like, I know that's a stupid he goes, I know this is a stupid reason to be labeled as clinically depressed, but it's my girlfriend's been talking to her ex and all this stuff like that. And I was just like, and you can't handle it. And he was just like, yeah. And it was just like, I have people come to me like about the shit all the fucking time. And it's just like, guys wonder why I can't really connect emotionally connect to people especially with my mom and dad how they were so I mean like that didn't really help but I mean like people talk to me all the time about this kind of shit so it's just like I learned from other people's experiences I'm really good at that 
And so I guess she's been texting her ex. And um, I was like, well, how do you know she's texting her ex? Number one rule, don't look in someone's phone unless you're unless you're ready to handle whatever. Because you could, one, you could take it wrong. Two, it might actually be something that you're not, ex that you're hoping that it's not going to be and it's going to hurt. On the plus side, though, at least he knows that his ex is not loyal and he can move on. It's not his ex. They're still together. Bro. Why is he still with her? He should he mm -hmm. should have broke up with her ass. <laughs> he hasn't had the talk with her about... He, he... She moved up. He lives in Georgia, so she he moved, she moved up with him. Cause she used to live, actually, in my neighborhood. I dropped off, like, her Valentine's Day gift for him. And, um... So... I was like, dude, like... Still tough shit. <laughs> I didn't tell you to I know move we up haven't, here. And I know we haven't talked about that since February, but I mean, like, I'm totally here for you if you ever just, like, need someone to talk to or whatever. But, like, if you're going... If you feel like you're depressed, like, talk to me. Because, mm -hmm. like, I don't want you to do something stupid. Because I have a friend that will do something stupid that goes through, like, similar shit. But, like, not the same shit. But, like, his emotions take over him. And it's just, like, I'm afraid that emotions are going to take over someone that I actually care about. Well, and it's just, like... It's good to talk to people, but not all people with depression are suicidal. Yeah, he's not. But you can have suicidal thoughts and not be suicidal. Uh, I do that. Yep. So... I'll drive and I'll just be like, what if I just, like, rammed my car into this tree? Yep. Yeah. But, like... I would never do that. And so, like, he was, like, telling me what was going on and stuff. Like, he looked through her phone, and I was like, well, one, that's not a good idea. And um, two, did you talk to her? And then he was like, no, I don't know how to. And then I was just like, well, if you just, like, communicate with her and mm -hmm. just, like, see where she's at, like, without, like, being overbearing or whatever, be like, hey, I just want to have, like, an honest talk. Like... You guys can figure out where you guys stand together as, like, a couple. Because, like, I feel like when you're with somebody, you have to consider the other person. And so, like, she's, like, texting her ex, like, saying, like, he, she might go down to visit him. And, like, but it's not allowed. She makes it a point that it's not allowed and stuff. I was, like, well, did she make it a point to you? And That he, she wants to. No. I said I was asking if she made it a point that she was going to go down to Florida. Mm-hmm. At any point, not with like a reason, but just in in general. Yeah. And he was like, "No, she hasn't brought it up or anything." And I was like, "So one, she might just be looking for attention, but two, that's also not very good as well." She shouldn't be seeking attention from other people if she's in a committed relationship. If she's not, she made the effort to move up there with him, and then it's just like right, you, you don't love somebody if you still. Are looking for someone else. Yeah, if you're looking for attention elsewhere, then you need to let the person you're and with know. And I said know. that, and he didn't respond to me, but, like, I was just like, I just want to let you know, like, I'm just going to be completely honest with you. I'm going to say what I feel, like, that I believe, but, like, I'm not going to push it on you, but, like, you need to have a serious talk with her. And it's like, I'm going to be here. If you want someone to talk to, I'm going to be here, but you need to have a serious talk with her. And then I was like, honestly... A lot of people are afraid to communicate with each other in a relationship half the time. Not like you you and Travis and not like, like I'm too blunt for that to happen. But like now, 
And, um, but a lot of people in relationships are too afraid to tell their significant other what's up or how they're feeling because they're afraid of the reaction. And it's just like, not every conversation is going to be good. And it's just like, you can have your good conversations, but you've got to have the bad ones to help you grow. Like get closer. It makes you guys closer if you guys are on the same level or you at least know where you stand. So I was just like, you got to talk to her. And then I was just like, he was just like, you're right. Like she's afraid to like communicate. And then she's also like, she's afraid of intimacy and commitment and stuff like that. I was like, well, there's your problem right there. You're in a relationship with someone who's afraid of intimacy and commitment, which is basically the definition of a relationship. June. And it's like, you need to figure out where she wants to be because being with someone, you can't just like look over your shoulder and just look for some comfort from someone else. You need the comfort from your significant other. Well, and that's not his problem. That's hers. Honestly, yeah. He needs to... It is her problem, but like he needs to point it out and that's well, the problem. Yeah. yeah, no, he needs to be like, this is unacceptable. It's her behavior is unacceptable for his, for him. Like you got to decide what is important to you and he's usually a happy-go-lucky guy so like and he's that's not what i'm saying no i'm just saying he's just he's a good guy he knows what he deserves and he's he deserves a lot he's a good kid but like he needs to be a little bit greedy and be like this is what i want no i'm saying is everyone in a relationship you need to determine what things you're willing to uh i guess what things you're willing to negotiate on and what things are hard boundaries for you and you need to make sure that you're on the same page as your partner because something that might not be acceptable to you might be perfectly fine to somebody else mm-hmm. so th- th- those are important things to talk about in a relationship is is you know what you find acceptable and what they don't you know and well, i mean you gotta I, communicate like the whole time that's, that's the what i mean point. like is that person's so, supposed to be like your best friend so with that kind of a boundary you know issue like she's obviously not on the same page you know be like how would you like it if i was talking to my ex you know you know like or, i i guess i don't and see an issue fucking talk to your ex i don't see an I issue would fucking shoot him in the motherfucking head no you're not you're you're literally you're taking me literally i'm talking like in general people you know if you talk to your ex uh, you know if you have an issue nobody likes other people talking to their ex well no i I guess it depends on the situation like if travis had an ex you know i don't i guess it would depend if they were mutually broke up and moved on and you know like i'm fine with it you know like would they hang out solo together no probably not because it's disrespectful to me as his wife but well yeah definitely but like he has girlfriends that i don't care if he hangs out with like i mean you know he's not trying to run off i mean he's not trying to I guess, give these implications, you know, by hanging out alone with females because it just doesn't look right, you know, Um, but there are females that he could hang out with and, and, and and they could totally go hang out with solo and it wouldn't bother me at all. Like we've got girlfriends that, you know, I'm like, whatever. It's like trust and you guys are like, you guys communicate and stuff. And that's like the most important part. Well, we understand each other's boundaries too. So yeah, but I mean, once you understand the other person, it's not as big as a problem to a certain point, depending on how that person is. But I'm just saying. 
Just everything circumstantial, so. Yeah. Like, I've been talking to this guy, and my ex has been messaging me every time he drinks. And he's just like, you just need to block his ass. Come over. He's toxic. I miss you. And I'm like, dude, you know it's a bad idea. Like, you just block his ass. I have, no, like, because it's not going to go anywhere. It's never going to go Before I anywhere. met this guy, no, it's not going anywhere. And I know that. And, like, we haven't talked since. But, like, <laughs> since the last time that he messaged me to come over and I actually just, like, called him out on everything. But, like, it was just, like. He was like, he'll be like, come over. And this is like one, that was one of our first problems. I always had to go over there. You would never come over here. Two, you're drunk. So he's like, I miss you. And I'm just like, you miss my company, not me. You know? He just doesn't It's like work having for a best anymore. friend, but like he just, no, he doesn't want to commit to actually like having to worry about someone else. He wants to just do whatever he wants to do. I know. And that's what I'm saying is and so, so like, he's relying on you to be that, that complacent, easy, whenever he wants. I can only be so accommodating, but I do at the end of the day, know what I want. And I've made it very clear, which we've broken up about before. And he claims that he is all for it to like, whatever. And then, which is why we got back together which in the is, first place. Was a total lie. Yeah, which was a lie. And I knew that feeling and I was getting bitter and resentful because every time I brought it up, it would just never be descriptive or anything. Just like, we never had like a full on talk about it. It was just like, yeah, I see it. And I was just like, what the fuck do you see in those fucking eyes? Like, and then it was just, he was just like, no, you're right. And I was like, no, fuck, I'm right. I'm being realistic. I'm not just, like, waiting for just, like, easy company to keep me company until I do the next thing. Yeah. You know? It's like, I get if you don't want to see other girls and stuff like that. And, like, yeah, that's great. But I want more than just a temporary experience. Yeah, until it's inconvenient for you. Yeah. He's like, well, you're just putting a deadline on it. I was like, you're putting a deadline on it because you won't commit. And you won't tell me what you want altogether, and you won't try to compromise. With I mean, me. he's he's the one that's and saying I'm, I'm not leaving. Yeah, and yeah. it's like I'm not included in any of your plans. Yeah. So not even as a what if. It's yeah. a, if we're still together, maybe you can go with me here, or maybe I'll only go here for so long and come back. Or if I go here, would you come? And yeah. It's just like. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I have a house. I have yeah, a mortgage to pay. I have this. I have that. I have a job. Like, we have to, like, figure out the possibilities. But you don't even want to think any of that through. You know? Yeah. I'm not going to travel to another country with nothing and then learn that nothing's going to work out and then have to come back to nothing. Yep. Don't it. Yes. There's that perfect little morsel right there. I just want the little one. You don't want the perfect little morsel? No, I want the little one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> mm, getting powdered sugar all over me. Yep. I'm just going to rub it into my black shirt. <laughs> you look so happy. Good sugar. It's like the sloth it's dude that smiles when in like that movie. What is that movie called? It has the bunny and the fox. Oh, Zootopia. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. 
<laughs> oh yeah, when he's like, he hears a joke and it's that slow motion smile. Yeah, hey, that's what you look Priscilla. like, Priscilla. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that movie. Mm-hmm. That movie's fantastic. I've seen it so many fucking times. Not even gonna lie, I've watched it. I watched it a couple days. When I first uh, saw it, I watched it literally like ten times. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Do you want to watch Zootopia?" And everyone was like, "Oh, I haven't seen it yet." I was like, "Great, let's watch it." I was so about it. I'm getting powdered sugar all over the fucking place. Got powdered boobs right now. Hmm. That's amazing. Hmm? That's amazing. <laughs> you are amazing. <laughs> and all they heard was she threw her hands up like she was going to heaven. I don't know. We're getting ready for the descent. I can't. I love that movie. Oh, I love scary movies. That's my favorite part about Halloween. Scary movies. Oh. And Hocus Pocus. Well, yeah, that too. That's a classic. Yep. Hocus Pocus. Scary movies. Uh, I still got to get more Halloween candy. I try to buy a little bit of Halloween candy like every week, like starting in September. Mm -hmm. Because we have between two to three hundred trick-or-treaters in our neighborhood area. Are you serious? I have no one. We have a fuck ton of trick-or-treaters. I have no one. Legit no one. It's because we're the gated community in Sanford. You know. Yeah. So, you know, nobody wants to go trick-or-treating, you know. I mean, a lot of people make their way over to our neighborhood. And there's two decent neighborhoods. You know, there's our neighborhood and then there's another neighborhood nearby that, yeah. you know. So, there's there's a couple little, like, small neighborhoods where I'm at. And I'm not even, like, we're not even close to, like, the, I would say, the bad parts of Sanford. Mm-hmm. But, like, we're, we're in a decent spot. We're, like, right on the border of Lake Mary and Longwood, you know. Yeah. Right on the other side of the freaking bridge, you know, so... I mean, but we still get so many. They open the gates and in come all the people. And we're at the front of the community. So we pretty much get every single one of those motherfuckers. Yeah. So it's, I mean, there there's parts where I'm just standing with the door open, handing out candy. And there's like a line of kids. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But are you dressing up this year? I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, we were going to dress up, but I think we're going to just not because it just would require so much effort right now. And especially with me spending my weekends with like working on my business and shit. Yeah. So, and then Kelsey's wedding is like, I've got my birthday then Halloween smacked out in the middle of the week, and then Kelsey's wedding. Like, I, I just don't have time to commit to doing all that cute shit on Halloween. Dad was, like, dumbfounded that, like, I had a date. He was like, Jesse said you had a date? I'm like, we were talking about the wedding shit, and he's like, he said something. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, well, you know, Nikki's got it. I'm like, well, you know, it's. he said something about you going solo, and I was like, no, Nikki's got a date, and 
He's like, what? And I'm like, you didn't know? I was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to Texas. <laughs> Drive me to the airport? Thanks. <laughs> I was like, the pessimist in me was a little sketched when you said where you were going. And I'm like, that's not too, too far from Mexico. I'm thinking, and this guy, I'm like, I'm like, this guy, like, adores you. I'm like, is he, like, trying to, like, kidnap her and take her to Mexico and get her into human trafficking? My <laughs> sister's going to die. my ex-husband's name. What the fuck? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like. It's funny. He has your ex-husband's first name and my friend's ex-boyfriend's last name. So when she saw his last name, she was like, uh -uh. what? No. Disagree. I was like, honey, we can't win. <laughs> yep. It's just, yep. He's just going to have to change his name, you know? Like, I'll have to take my name. Yep. And he's going <laughs> to have to make up some freaking badass first name. Badass first name? Yeah. It's like a Oh, yeah. Josue? I don't know. He's kind of white for that. Oh, he's super pale. That's why I'm like, uh. Super pale. I love the freckles, though. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your favorite Halloween costume that you've done? Since I don't know. It's the Halloween season. I don't know. I feel like my pumpkin costume when I was pregnant was pretty badass. Charlie Brown and the Great Big Pumpkin. Yeah, I was the I Great Pumpkin. I love that. I was the Great Pumpkin. I was a fucking lifeguard that year. Yeah. I was blonde. Yep, yeah, I was a Great Pumpkin. It was amazing. <laughs> it was so easy, too. I think my favorite was Katy Perry because people loved that I did the cupcake boob thing and the blue hair. Yeah. I liked my costume with Travis though, the other the before the pre-pregnancy, the lion and the lion tamer. That was cute. Oh yeah, I saw a picture of that. I loved that. That was really cute. We went to some bar with like dad and Travis's dad's band was playing. Close and stuff. time. No. No, Travis's no. dad's band was playing. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, don't, they, don't, they don't play at post time. Um, and uh, we we freaking showed up, and we were the lion and lion tamer, and they had, like, a costume contest, which is cool. So we got there, and we actually – came in third and the people who won first I they place, had a shitty costume too they so it was a guy with a hat that said top gun and the girl had one of those cheap you know like the leg avenue type dresses and it was just like a single like it was just like a little singlet dress and it was just the standard it, it said it was like one of the army green color dress and it said Top Gun like that. I mean, like it just the whole it just wasn't well thought. I mean, we did like I did That's the so stupid. I did the makeup, the line makeup and Travis. No, I, mean, I saw the picture. It was fantastic. And we even did a gash on his arm like we cut his costume and we did like a prosthetic like piece on his like we glued like the stuff to his arm and did like the fake blood and did like a. His like his face was all jacked up from me or something. I did the nails, like the giant black nails and everything. It was crazy. And we're wow. like, everybody's kind of like, we lost 
that you like they were like you guys lost to them and it was because <laughs> the bartenders voted and they were just like regulars that's so stupid like that was kind of uh that's a ripoff yeah i mean and it was funny as after like they announced like who won there were other patrons there that were like you guys got jacked you should have won I'm like, well, you know, whatever, because the prize was like a gift card. <laughs> we're like, this is a smoking bar. We don't really, we're not really into smoking bars. So I don't remember. Like, we still haven't used our gift card. <laughs> and Does it's it been, have an expiration date? I don't think so. I, I honestly, I don't even know where the hell it is anymore. I, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, hey, Travis. So like, I think I found it like after like, we had Will, and I was like, hey, look, I found that Casey's gift card from when we won, won that stupid. And he's like, oh, yeah, it's that little corner hole in the yeah, wall. Yeah, I know where it's at. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I still have that gift card. And he's like, oh, I'm like, we're probably not ever going to go. I'm like, yeah, I know. You want to go see your dad? And he's like, my dad doesn't even go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, just, it's because they smoke, and it's gross. I don't want to go in somewhere where the cigarettes smoke. You don't want it to just, like follow you home in your own hair yeah like like it's cool if you smoke outside but like if you have to go into a place and you're like this is gonna settle on me like yeah no it's just it's not it's, the same i don't know i mean i guess there's got to be a place for people that want to smoke inside the bar too I, I i guess but it's just not my scene yeah yeah i don't want to smell like my grandma <laughs> <laughs> your grandma <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, not our grandma. My, my. No, I was the same way with my grandma. Yep. <laughs> she knew exactly when I was going out somewhere. I took a shower. I was feeling fresh. Just put on some body spray. I was like, I'm gonna smell good. And then she would come over for some random occasion and want to hug me and ruin it all. Yeah. yeah. You just can't get it off of you either. No. Damn. You can't. It's awful. I even took a second shower and I still smelt it on me. You're like, oh, it's on my skin. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> so you take a cheese grater and get off that top layer. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Oh, God. This... Yeah, I feel you on that. I'm going to have like COPD when I'm 50. And it's going to be because my grandmother and my grandfather smoked. <laughs> it's not gonna be for me no it's gonna be from sitting in the back seat of the car oh, while they're smoking cigarettes no why <laughs> oh man. bad news <laughs> yeah exactly oh. <laughs> oh god gotta love family uh, do we have to no <laughs> hey we love our family I mean I love my mom. She's fucking hysterical. Oh, she is fantastic. I love your mom. And she's, she's not even my mom. She's an asshole. I ah. love her. She's a total bitch. I love angry people in general. So it's just like, that is one of my favorite things. And she's witty as hell, too. I mean, ah, the she, wittiness is fantastic. Some of the stuff she comes up with, just like, you start crying laughing. And I can't even think of anything good that she said off the top of my head, which kind of pisses me off, because she is worthy of some notice. Uh. She is a queen. <laughs> and she'll throw some shade and it's like no effort. She just, she'll just say something and glance and then just back to what she's doing. Oh, I love it. 
And she told me, oh, she told me this joke one time. Obviously, she didn't write it, but she told me this joke one time. And she didn't tell my stepdad or my mom the joke. Mm -hmm. So, but then she would use this term from the joke on them. And she had told me the joke. So I'm laughing and nobody knows why. And <laughs> it was really her just being an asshole to them. She, so she says the joke is this, uh, she goes, this lady, she goes, these three ladies run into each other at a grocery store and, you know, they start reminiscing. They recognize each other from high school and it's been a few years. So they start catching up. And the one lady says, you know, oh, my husband bought me this big, beautiful wedding ring and she shows it off and all the ladies are like, Ooh, okay. And the one lady says, how nice. <laughs> and the second lady and so they, they look at the second lady and they say well what did your husband get you she goes well my husband bought me a nice big house and a sports car and they're like oh and then the one lady says how nice so the first two ladies look at the last lady and they say well what did your husband get you and she said well my husband sent me to charm school and he taught me to, they taught me to say how nice instead of fuck you so <laughs> for a <laughs> For a while. So she was always like, how nice. She would just, when they would say something to her, she would just say, how nice. <laughs> they would say, oh, we got this, or we went here and did this. And she would just say, how nice. Meanwhile, I'm over there dying. <laughs> and she would just glance at me because she knew I knew. And she, and then, you know, they didn't know. That they had no idea. That they give you too. Yep, and they're like, little... you know. Yep. That's that, hilarious. That really sh that really subtle shit-eating grin. Like, oh my god. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. How nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, uh, my grandma wasn't that subtle, or she wasn't really that funny either. <laughs> she didn't really like kids. Neither does Uncle Jerry. <laughs> He likes me that now that I'm an adult, but he thinks I want to be like him. Yeah. He actually kind of likes Will. <laughs> it's really weird. How? I don't know. Will's her nephew, if you don't know. No, Will's my son. I mean, my nephew. Yeah. Her son. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Will is not my nephew. Because <laughs> that means you, you or Bailey had a kid, and we got problems there. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be that bad. No, but it means that you would have had a kid and not have a stable, like, a you know, like a solid, like, solid relationship. I'd be like, ah, Nikki, what you doing? You'd be living the life. Huh? You'd be living the life and I'd be in hell. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was unexpected. You were such a cute pregnant person. The guy that I went to Texas with, mm -hmm. I, like, he, like, brought up, like, he was just like, oh... Do you gain weight when you're on your period? I don't know how this conversation came up. What do you gain weight when you're on your period? I was like, yeah, I gain at least seven pounds, five to seven pounds. And you should have been like, yeah, I blow it up to about 20 pounds. I mean, I just say, like, I'll say whatever. I, I don't have no shame in, like, anything. So I'm just like, whatever. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, yeah, I gained five to seven pounds. And plus, I'm, like, slightly emotional. And then, so, uh, he's like, yeah, I know it's he's like I have some friends that like you can tell that they gain weight and stuff like that like I'm not on my period so he wasn't saying like I was getting right yeah and um so <laughs> um 
something about being pregnant or something. I was like, you do not want to see me pregnant. Like, I would probably be, like, the worst person pregnant. Like, I don't get that. Pre- I'm not going to. Like, I already know. I'm not going to have that pretty pregnant glow. I'm not going to be, like, the cute pregnant person with the little belly and the cute outfits. I'm going to be sweating. I'm going to be hormonal. I'm going to be crying. And I'm going to be hungry. And your feet <laughs> like, are going to be swollen. <laughs> your feet are going to be crying. I'm going to be hungry. I'm going to have bingo wings to the max. Like, I don't know what to fucking tell you. And he about died. He just, like, died laughing. And I was like, I'm just saying. <laughs> this is how Josh died. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. No, it's honestly, I didn't really have, I had like two shirts that were like cute, but I honestly, I wore my jeans. You were a cute pregnant person though. I wore my same shirts and my same jeans. You know what pissed me off is the only thing that really upset you is you didn't have your thigh gap. I never had a thigh gap to begin with. Yeah, okay. but I'm saying if you like, had, I had it. to be in the hot sun on a fucking football field during band camp. No, but I'm saying camp and all this BS. My thighs are rubbing against each other, all okay. sweaty, and you're like, I just but, had a baby and I don't have a thigh gap anymore. Yeah, okay. I was like, are but you if you never kidding? had one, then you don't know what it's like to lose it. You never lost it because you never had it, so you don't know that kind of like anxiety that'll give you. See, if you don't I know... I need if, a thigh gap. No, like, it, if you don't... It, like, I've always had a thigh gap. So, for that shit to be gone, I was pissed. I was so pissed. I'm like, where the fuck is it? <laughs> it was like, it, it it left it like... it was. I was about eight months pregnant when my thigh gap was gone. And I, I was getting ready to get in the shower. And I looked... I was brushing my teeth. I usually brush my teeth before I get in the shower. You brush your teeth naked? Sometimes, like I'm, <laughs> like I mean, like I don't know, like it's just not a big deal. Like I'm getting ready to get in the shower, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Like you start to get ready for the shower, and you're like, oh, let me brush my teeth real quick. Yeah, and well, then what pisses me off is you you had a thigh gap, and then like you're just like the only thing you had to complain about was it was gone. I was like, okay, how would you like it if you just all of a sudden turned pasty white? You'd be kind of pissed. Hey. I've never had that kind of a skin tone, so why would I bitch about it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I never had it, so why would I get mad about something I never had? That's you get close saying. enough, though. Yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, like you would get I mean, mad. You don't if- be, like, brown-brown, but, like, I mean, we're about the same color now. I haven't been in the sun in forever. Me neither. But, like, I'm saying, like, if you had a thigh gap and then it was gone, it'd be like you turning pasty white. You had a tan, it's gone. Why? Like, you would be so angry. <laughs> I'm pasty white now. No, I'm, but... I mean, like, I'm no, not... No, no, you're not pasty white. Not okay, Irish imagine if you turned Travis way. white. You'd be kind of angry. You'd be kind of angry. Kind of, I would cry. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I lost my thigh gap, and that was something <laughs> I was really happy with. I was like, whoa, wait a minute, where'd that... I was brushing my hair like... Hell no. Where'd it go? <laughs> And like I come storming out of there like Travis, my thigh gap's gone. And he's like, he has no idea what the hell I'm talking about. No, he's, he's like, he's like, um, okay. Oh, oh, that poor son of a bitch. <laughs> I love Travis, but I got it back. Gym, gym time has been good to me. Yeah, oh, fuck you. Oh my god, no, but your thigh gap. But I had to do all those the, those hip abduction machines. Oh, yep. But it's worth it. 
it came back. It's very subtle. It's it's very subtle. Not as not as wide as it was before, but it's back. I'm like, aha, I can see some light. <laughs> oh god. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm like, there we go. I'm like, they're not oh! like they're not really touching. Oh Lord have mercy. I'm happy. I respect you. <laughs> I had to work for that shit though. Like it didn't just I figured like all the extra baby weight kind of just fell back off because our metabolism from dad. But I'm like, the th- the thigh app didn't come back. I'm like, okay, it's gonna come back any day now. Any day now. Any, recount down the any day now. Oh. Everything else went back to normal. I'm like, where the <laughs> fuck is it? Why are you not coming back? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, if I get pregnant, I'm gonna be fat as fuck and I'm gonna just be like so unhappy. And there's certain things that they just don't go back to normal. No. I still have extra skin on it. That's what Dude, if I get knocked up, I'm gonna skin. be on that fucking elliptical every fucking day. Well, you need to be in shape before you get knocked up. Well, yeah, definitely. Like, I've but, been lifting again. But, I mean, I'm just, like, my body cocoa hurts. Cocoa butter, cocoa oil. Oh, yeah. Every day. I have both. Um, no, I mean, it, it, all over the belly. Lather up and yeah. bathe in it every day. Yeah, well, I have both, so that's not a problem. I always have both. Because um, fuck stretch marks. Yeah. Seriously. Um, I only have the sun stretch My body... Marks. <laughs> hurt just from lifting i'm just like because i hate cardio so i'm just like i'll lift it will help i gotta do more cardio as our our trainer has us pretty much doing this lifting just so we can do this yeah we just we just do lifting he doesn't you know because cardio we don't need a trainer for so lifting helps though too yeah cardio killed the fat and the weight but man Lifting. <laughs> I love it, but I'm so weak now, so I've been, like, trying to, like, build it back up. Because even was. Jen was, like, she was, like, dude, what the fuck? Like, you're shaking. And I was, like, dude, I'm fucking weak. I was, like, I'm telling you. I'm fucking weak. I was so sad. Like, when I went to Austin, he was on the elliptical, and then I was just, like, I'm going to take a nap. Like, I can't be here anymore. <laughs> I had one of those, you know, when you're lifting and you're really, you're starting to struggle, you're starting to shake, and then you hit the point where you're trying, but nothing's happening. Yeah. <laughs> where you're like, you go to like, okay, so we were doing in- incline chest presses, right? Oh my God. And I'm going, and then my arms get, they get about halfway up and then stop. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like pushing. And I'd like drop back down. I'm like, okay, I'm like, let's try this again. And it was on my, t- it was like my last rep too. And it was pissing me off. I was like, come on, I have like one more. And then I'm like, okay, one, I got like a bounce to go, you know, up. Yeah. And I'm hoping that momentum wasn't going to help me get to, and I was like, got, got half, and then I'm like hitting that point and I'm like, damn it. <laughs> get up there. I'm, and then I started laughing because I was so angry. I started laughing. I'm like, I can't fucking do it. I'm like, my arms, they just... Dude, I'm telling you, that's our coping mechanism. We're the joker. I'm like laughing. We're and the motherfucking I, joker. And my trainer's like, it's okay. He's like, you got this. And I'm like, you don't understand. I'm trying. My arms... <laughs> I'm like... I can't feel my arms anymore. They're just... Ah. They're not listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> if you can make them listen... Just keep yelling at them. See if that works. <laughs> My trainer doesn't really yell. He's kind of like the 
I don't know. He's like, you got this one more. Come on. Yeah. Those are the motivators. Yeah. But he's good. He's been making us do these fucking planks where we'll like plank for a minute and then take a, like a 15 second break. And then we plank for another minute. And I'm like, hate you dude <laughs> i tell him i'm like i hate you like in the second he goes okay let's go to the mat and i'm like i hate you luke i hate you i'm like fuck you and he's mm-hmm. like he goes i know what's your name again did you date my my sister oh no you're safe okay yeah <laughs> yeah i know i'm like i hate you i'm like and just in case you forgot i hate you <laughs> He goes, um, but you come back every week. Right? I don't want you to forget, like, when I leave, that before I come back, I just really deep down, just, just want to let you know, I hate you. Yep. From the bottom of my heart. Yep. You're welcome. Yep. It's, it's, it's something. That's what I tell myself every time I go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> I think getting to the gym is the hardest part. Putting on your shoes is the hardest part. Yeah, because if you don't put on your shoes, you're not going. But once you put on your shoes, you're like, I have to go. No, no, I see. Oh, shoes is the last. No, for me, it's actually telling Half my the time husband. I put my shoes on is in my car. Telling my husband I'm going to the gym because once I tell him I'm going to the gym, I'm committed because I'm not backing out. I'm not a little bitch. <laughs> so I tell. So I try to like. That's how I get myself to go to the gym. I'm like, just tell him, and then. Like the other little, it's like the little consciousness things that pop up on your shoulder. You know what I mean? Like all mm-hmm. in the movies, you got the angel and the devil. Yeah. And the angel's like, just tell him you're going. You got this. Stay motivated. This is what you want. And the little devil's like, shut the fuck up. We want to sit down and watch Netflix. And eat, and eat popcorn. <laughs> yeah, we want to eat beignets. <laughs> and then the little devil says. Feeling French, oh, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, you just, you need to practice making them for the farmer's market. So and then I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. See, no, no, but you, you know what? I need to stay yes. home and practice my beignets. So they're perfect. Perfect. Yeah. No, they're, they're pretty dope. Like I'm so ready. Oh no, they're fantastic. So you had, you had the farmer's market thing last week. How was that? It was a learning experience. Last week was, a, I, I would call it a soft opening. And then um, this week, though, I'm really going balls to the wall with it. Like, yeah, you're you're more prepared. You know what to expect kind of thing. Well, and I know what changes I need to make to make it work. Like, the last hour of the farmer's market, I didn't, ha- I didn't have side curtains on my tent, which not all vendors do, but not all vendors are food vendors working with buttercream frosting. Hmm. And the sun was hitting right on top of, right on my table, coming in through the side. And in the last hour, melted all the frosting on all the cupcakes. Oh my God. (laughs) So, not only are all the cupcakes, you know, those are ruined. I'm like, okay, cool. I can't take those home and eat them. Cool. Um, (laughs) But then I couldn't even like reuse the box or anything like that, you know, like I, I couldn't even take the cupcake out and like, put in a new insert and reuse the yeah. box itself. And the boxes are cute as hell. They look like little houses. Aww. I know. You're such an adorable little housewife. Meh. I'm a hot mess. I don't really... <laughs> I'm not technically a housewife anymore since I'm working. No, you are working. No, you're doing a great job. But... Yeah, but you balance everything so well. Like, you, you're Dude, doing I'm a hot business. mess. 
I think honestly life is everybody bullshitting, pretending to have it together, and nobody really does. Same. I feel that way too. I'm like, is everybody just like, act, like, does everybody really have their shit together or are they just faking it? Because like, it's just like, everybody thinks I have my shit together and I'm surprised that they think I have my shit together. Like, I'm, I'm not trying to hide it. It's just like, I'm just trying to survive. That's what I mean. I just tell people that I'm like, they go, oh, wow, you're so organized. I'm like, the hell I am. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? I gotta change diapers after this. <laughs> I'm like, go up in my front closet. No. <laughs> it's know, like Monica's closet in uh, Friends. You have a messy closet like Monica? Uh, no, actually. Chandler Bing. I don't I don't have a messy. I can honestly say I don't have a messy closet. I have a messy laundry room. My laundry room is like a joke. This is my laundry room. Okay, but I still put laundry on the chairs in the living room. So, you know, I'm saying my laundry This room. is my organization before I actually put it away. I fucking hate putting up clothes. Me too. Why do you think it's been here for three days? <laughs> like, I think I think hanging up clothes is the worst. And oh, it's so I easy. It. I even got a rack, a hanging rack, to roll over here while I watch TV. And it still has <laughs> a month ago clothes hanging <laughs> Honestly, if I were to ever get any kind of, you know, like a maid or, you know, some housekeeper or anything, I would just be like, just do the laundry. That's it. Do the laundry. I'm totally I'll cook. Just I'll clean, do whatever. the fucking do the laundry. laundry. Do the fucking laundry. I could have someone mop my floor, though. It gets hot when I mop. Um, I don't mind all that stuff. I just don't want to do the laundry. No, it's like, you either want me to do the floors or you want me to cook. Because either way, I get sweaty. So it's just like, <laughs> one or the other, pick one. I wouldn't mind having somebody clean the bathroom, too. Like, I don't know. I think nice. it's just because the bathrooms, I brush my hair, shower, and my yeah, hair but you sheds. thick-ass hair. And it you sheds. Can... It's everywhere. It's everywhere in the bathroom. doesn't matter how many times Dude, I pick it up. we had to have gotten that from dad's jeans because I shed like a fucking monster and my well, hair's my... not even close to being as thick as yours. Well, my mom has thick hair too. Like, I know that sounds kind of surprising, but she's actually got pretty thick hair. Yeah, and... I never touched your mom's hair. Well, Maul, I mean, she's got a freaking Never touched fro. her hair either. She's got a damn fro. <laughs> I mean, she's got really coarse thick hair. Wicka, wicka. And then my other grandfather had thick hair. And it's, it's, I got it on both sides. You were just blessed with both sides. Dude. And it grows so fast, too. Like, Brittany cut it, like, above my boob. Yeah. Like, what was it, a year and a half ago or something? something and like it's that. already to my fucking hips. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Mine's at a good length. I'm pretty satisfied with my length. But she cut it a few months ago. Yeah, I kind of like My bangs them. are going out, but they're like side bangs now instead of the straight bangs. I like the length it's at now. I don't know if I want to grow it out to donate again. Like, that was a lot of work. It's getting to the point where it's starting to suck brushing it. Oh, I hate that. I it hate that It's so point. long. Ooh. And it's like... Or it's just uncontrollable where you have to do something about it. Ugh. I hate yeah, that. it's starting to get to that point where you start to brush and it's like... It's, 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 it's noticeably uncomfortable. <laughs> I can feel that. Yeah. Plus, you have really thick hair. I remember doing your hair on the first wedding. Yeah. 
you're going to straighten your hair where layers of it was still soaked. I was like, what are you doing? No, we're not doing this. Sit down. <laughs> so you're not frying your hair. Nope, I've done that before and it doesn't really. I mean, my hair can handle some abuse. I mean, fuck, Joey, when he did my hair, when he bleached my hair out of me, he bleached it four times back to back and then did a round of toner. And he was laughing like, I mean, it was like a Joker thing again. And he was like, I can't believe your hair isn't just falling out right now. <laughs> and every time he would bleach my hair, like he, he bleached it twice and he goes twice is all I'm really comfortable doing in one session. And he goes, we can wait like a month and we can come back and do it again. And he goes, or we can wait like a couple weeks, get your hair healthy. He goes, then we'll come back and bleach again. I'm like, fuck it, bleach it again. Let's do this. And he's like, okay. He goes, I'm just saying, you know, your hair might start falling out. I'm like, let's do it. Bleaches it again. And he's, he's like, oh, wow, you know, wow, okay. And he goes, really, to get the color we want, we got to bleach it again. He goes, so we'll come. And I was like, no, bleach it again. He's like, you're crazy. He goes, I'm serious. Your hair is just going to fall out. And I'm like, no, bleach it again. I'm like, let's do this. And he did it. He's laughing. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, get the other stylist over. He's like, look at this shit. I bleached it four times. <laughs> he's like, still there? Oh, God. I'm like, yep. Yeah, Brittany was the same way with my hair, but I didn't bleach it four times in a row. But it held a lot of standard compared to, like, so the regular, you know? Yeah, but your roots grew out so fast. Yeah, I know. It sucks. Because my hair grows so fucking I fast. Know. I liked being blonde, too, but I hated that I had to <laughs> get it done. Like, well, and being months. that blonde, I was, like, platinum. And then it's yeah. looking like it was black growing out. I'm like, oh, that's not cute at all. Yeah, I just had the balayage thing. So when my roots grew out, you couldn't notice because it was already blended. Yeah, no, that's probably the best way to go if you're going to do Especially that. Especially if you have dark hair. Yeah. Or if you have light hair and you're going dark, I mean, it just happens. I think I'm done dying my hair. I would love to go blonde again, but it takes so much effort. Yeah, I know. That's how I feel. I would love to be blonde again. I actually didn't look that bad blonde. I was kind of digging it for a while, but being blonde, it just made me want to be a brunette again, and then being brunette makes me want to be blonde. I also didn't like, didn't mind having red hair, too. That was fun. I refuse, because every time it fades, it turns orange, and I hate that. Um, I don't mean, like, red, red. I mean, like, a natural auburn kind of red. Yeah, either way, if it has a little bit of red in it, I won't dye my hair with anything red since, like, I was 18. I stopped doing it mm. because it made my hair so orange. Oh, that sucks. Mm-hmm. It looked good for a little bit, and then it would just start to fade, and it just got so bad. So I was just like, I'm done. <sighs> yeah, you went bad. I have to bleach my hair a lot if I want to do any kind of blonde and then do toner on top of that because my hair likes to turn orange-yellow when I'm bleaching. Mm -hmm. And there was one time that my mom swore up and down. I wanted to bleach my hair. And she was okay with it because she always let me do whatever hair color I wanted. Mm -hmm. And she swore up and down. She knew how to bleach hair. She's like, oh, yeah, I've done it tons of times. Whatever, I bleached so-and-so's hair. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I let her do it. And my hair was fucking yellow. 
<laughs> I mean, neon yellow. And oh, it was bad. God. I mean, it was really bad. And I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, and it was nighttime. So I couldn't, there was no nowhere I could go at that point to go fix it. And I had to go to school the next day. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my hair was fucking yellow. Uh. <laughs> it, was, it was so bad. I mean, it's so... You're like fucking Patty from from Doug. Yeah. (laughs) With long hair. It was just bright, too. It was shiny. It was like shiny yellow. I was like, oh my God, because all that conditioner made it shiny. That's okay. I had red in my hair when Brittany first bleached my hair, like the very first time. And my hair was literally like pumpkin orange. Like it was orange. Orange, orange. It was so bad. So, like, I had to go around like that for a while, and then she, like, fixed the top part, and then she was going to bleach underneath my hair. So, she bleached underneath it, but she got the mixture wrong because she was, like, still in hair school and stuff. So, she got the mixture wrong. My hair was gray. That's what my shit looked like. (laughs) You know, like, the, the, you know, like, gray, gray hair, like, that's a thing now? Yeah. It was gray underneath, like, you know, like, the whole, like, blonde underneath the brunette Mm -hmm. thing? It was gray. I had to wear a low ponytail to work. And then my mom, I bought a box of like hair dye and my mom had to help me find the, the hairs and help me dye that part blonde to get it to like what I wanted in the first place. She's really good now though. I love when she does my hair. I have like no complaints with her. Who, Brittany? Yeah. She's fantastic. That was, like, a long-ass time ago. I was, like, 19. So, it was, like, six years ago. Um, 19 doesn't even feel like that long ago. Yeah. Big difference, though. You know, if you look back on things you're doing when you're, like, 19 versus now, and you're like, damn. I know. <laughs> kind of cringy. A little bit, yeah. What makes me cringe is the guys I was into. Like, two, three, four years ago, I started picking up, like, a certain type. But the guys before that, oh, my God. I was like, are you kidding me? I beat myself up for it sometimes. I didn't really like... I don't really think about it. But, I mean, when I do, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Dude, I remember being that young, and then I was, like, kind of dating this club promoter because I at the time, that. all I wanted to do was go fucking party. I partied, like, five days a week. Mm-hmm. And I, the only reason I dated this guy was so Just that I could get into free, <laughs> get in free VIP and all that other shit, the clubs and stuff like that. And, yeah, and he would let me bring that. my friends. And I was like, hell Yeah. Um, me and my friends, um, we knew, like, the bouncers and stuff. I don't know how they knew the bouncers. And then, like, one time we went to a club and, like, we knew a guy that worked there and he parked our car for free because they had, like, the valet, so he took the car. And so to get the the 21 and over, because we were under 21, the guy was like, show me your boobs. And 
my friend and her other friend were like looking around like should we show them our boobs and i was like no No. i was like no give me the fucking bracelet and then here's like fine guy could try right like no (laughs) i was like you're so fucking stupid like, I'm not doing this shit. I love how high and mighty I felt when I was younger. I was like, I have control, bitch. I remember being able to walk in some of the most ridiculous heels when I was younger. Like, you where the used f- to ask for these crazy ass heels. Dude, but I could walk in them. I can't do that shit now. Like, I have some heels for work, but the height on some of them bitches and then walking down like in downtown Orlando on some of like there's there's some of the roads that have brick and 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 walking over the train track like it was nothing I mean like never never missed a step I mean and then I was always dragging my one friend around that couldn't walk in heels worth a shit. She walked like she walked s- like a baby deer. She no, she walked like Sasquatch. She literally <laughs> looked. She swung her arms, lurched forward, and stomped forward like Sasquatch. I mean, you could take the video of Bigfoot supposedly sightings, and then you could put it up sideways next to her walking in heels, and it was fucking Bigfoot. And it didn't help that she was six foot tall. Yeah. So, I mean, just, I'm like, no, stop, stop swinging your arm. I would, like, grab her arm. Like, stop. Cooperate. Like, stop swinging your arm. It's not helping you balance, I promise. No matter how many times we went out, she just couldn't wear heels. So, I'm like, just stop. I'm like, just wear fucking flats. You're already six foot tall. You don't need heels. (laughs) So, guys, that is the end of this week. We will talk to you next week. Um... Jessie might might not be here. Depends. How she's feeling. Whatever. Um, I'll be here. Boop. Oh god, here we go again. And <laughs> so we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening in. Appreciate it. Thanks for kind of forgiving me, I guess, in a way, if you keep listening. And uh if you have any questions that or any topics that you want to listen to just email me at notyourbropodcast at gmail.com or dm me at notyourbro underscore podcast we also have a facebook not your bro podcast same shit same everything and uh yeah talk to you guys next week